From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The state's high court ruled this morning that the Electronic Classroom of Tomorrow, or ECOT, must pay back $60 million to the state after it inflated enrollment figures. Tracy Townsend has the story. That's the 4-2-3 ruling from the Ohio Supreme Court. ECOT is one of Ohio's largest online charter schools. It was founded in 2000 by Bill Lager. ECOT and its affiliated for-profit companies collected about a billion dollars in state money over nearly two decades. This is the second time ECOT challenged the state school board's decision to shut it down in 2018. ECOT cannot appeal this time. I'm Tracy Townsend. Ohio's new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are falling. Yolanda Harris reports. The Ohio Department of Health reported more than 4,200 new cases and more than 200 new hospitalizations. The state positivity rate is 12.2%. Case numbers, they are starting to decline. Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff with the Ohio Department of Health is optimistic. I'm confident looking at our numbers that we have in fact crested and I've seen early indications that we are heading towards that downward trend, but it's early and I think that we we ought to remain vigilant. I'm Yolanda Harris. A man in southwest Ohio whose wife sued a Cincinnati-area hospital for refusing to provide him ivermectin while he was on a ventilator for COVID-19 has died. Dave James has the story. 51-year-old Jeffrey Smith was from near Hamilton and died more than a week ago, according to family attorney Jonathan Davidson. While he was on a ventilator, Julie Smith filed a lawsuit against Westchester Hospital for refusing to honor a prescription of ivermectin written by a physician who founded a controversial group that champions the drug, which is an anti-parasitic for humans and a dewormer in livestock. Neither Julie nor her husband were vaccinated. In August, she won an emergency judgment forcing the hospital to administer the drug, but another judge reversed that ruling. Dave James, I went in news. The announcement yesterday of a statewide human trafficking sting that netted more than 150 arrests and found 10 missing children shed some light on how big the problem is. Roxanne Elias has more. Director of the Human Trafficking and Social Justice Institute at the University of Toledo, Celia Williamson, says the problem is big. It's hard to put a number on it just because it's underground, it's an illegal activity, but we see at least 70 victims a year in Lucas County, a lot of a range of young people who are at high risk for being trafficked. Williamson is part of the Lucas County Human Trafficking Coalition. The group has helped pass laws and implement programming to free victims. Roxanne Elias in Toledo. An office holder in Northeast Ohio was among those arrested in that anti-human trafficking sting. Lydia Espara has more. Caught in the trap, Illyria Councilman Mark Jesse. On Monday night's council meeting, Jesse's seat was empty by choice. The councilman is just one of 161 people who were busted in the statewide sex trafficking sting. The Ohio Attorney General's office says among those arrested were a teacher, a professor, a firefighter, also a pilot. Jesse is due in court on Wednesday to face the charge of soliciting for sex. Lydia Spars in Elyria. State lawmakers today opened debate on a bill that would help victims of human trafficking. More from Tracy Townsend. 
It comes in the wake of Ohio's largest human trafficking sting. Last week, officers around the state arrested more than 200 people. Senate Bill 183 aims to help women who have been forced into prostitution against their will. The measure would allow these victims to have part of their past criminal records involving human trafficking erased. That helps them get a job, housing, or education. I'm Tracy Townsend. Attorneys in two of three lawsuits brought against Ohio's newly drawn legislative maps are asking the state's high court to appoint a special master to oversee the disputes. Dave James has the details. National Democratic Redistricting Committee and Ohio Organizing Collaborative Lawyers told the Ohio Supreme Court in a filing yesterday that special oversight is needed to resolve disputes with attorneys for Republican members of the Ohio Redistricting Committee. The filings said disagreements include who can be deposed and what third-party evidence can be admitted. The lawsuits allege Republicans unconstitutionally gerrymandered the four-year maps approved last month. Republicans defend the maps as fair and constitutional. Dave James, ONN News. Jurors heard opening statements yesterday in a federal court trial in Cleveland to determine whether retail pharmacy chains created a public nuisance in how they dispensed addictive painkillers in two counties in northeast Ohio. Angela Ann reports. Lake and Trumbull counties say the cost of abating the ongoing crisis is $1 billion for both counties. Mark Lanier, an attorney for the two counties, outlined a case he said would show how pharmacy chains, CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, and Giant Eagle, failed to prevent the illegal diversion of pain pills that have contributed to an ongoing opioid crisis. An attorney for Walgreens said the company's pharmacists are well-trained and fill prescriptions written by physicians for patients with legitimate needs. Angela Ann, ONA News. And after saying on Sunday it was too soon to tell whether Americans should avoid family holiday gatherings, Dr. Anthony Fauci is offering more information. Andrew Kinsey has the details. Fauci really clarified what he said about large gatherings this holiday season. The best way to assure that we'll be in good shape as we get into the winter would be to get more and more people vaccinated. That was misinterpreted as my saying, we can't spend Christmas with our families, which was absolutely not the case. I will be spending Christmas with my family, I encourage people, particularly the vaccinated people who are protected, to have a good, normal Christmas. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.